the fire. Today, and I'm going to just say it this way, Title IX protections meant to honor and protect girls, they're gone. And so our girls' dignity is at stake. We're sacrificing them for the sake of another's struggle, and that ethically is wrong. So rather than give them the message that they matter, we're delivering the message that they are less than. Welcome to Through the Fire, cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today. Talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz. The doctors are in. Hello, everybody. I'm Marie. And I'm Greg. And this is Through the Fire. Through the Fire. Yes. And uh, right now, I feel like we're kind of going a little bit through the fire, and I'm on a mission, honey. You're on a mission. I am on well, a mission. Well, you know, you're kind of always on a mission, aren't you? <laughs> I think we live our lives on a mission. Oh, well, okay. Now, well, but there are certain missions that I, when you say I'm on a mission, yeah. I go, oh, oh, she's on a mission. Yeah, this is, is this a real mission mission. Yeah, this is a it mission, really mission. is. You, listen, you and I have a daughter. Right. And we love her dearly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we have a son. And now son we have a new son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we acquired a new son. God, mm-hmm. yeah, we've been blessed with that. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord. So here's the thing we have a new president and uh, we have a new vice president. Right. And so, you know, we've taken some steps forward as far as, you know, equality for women in terms of opportunity by having this new biologically female elected to the vice presidency. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in other ways, we've taken a step back by this one particular executive order that Biden signed uh, the first day he was in office, the day he was inaugurated. Yeah. He signed an executive order that says that it's aimed to prevent and combat discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. But what it really does is it discriminates against biological females. Yeah, they they use euphemisms uh, to cover what they're really doing. And you're not going to like the results of this. Is that what no, you're saying? I, it, not at all. And I okay. think everybody needs to know. Yeah, they really I agree. need to know and start speaking up and doing something about it. Because this action... This action could impact high school sports, the mm-hmm. privacy of single-sex bathrooms, faith-based organizations that are government grantees or contractors, mm-hmm. and whether or not employees face retaliation for voicing their religious beliefs that others might interpret as discriminatory. Yeah, You know, the order which Biden signed on the day of his inauguration, I'm going to say it again because it was this, this is something that's very important to him, discusses what I mentioned as well as health care and workers whose dress code does not conform to sex-based stereotypes, among, among other topics. Yeah, I mean, uh, our girls are at risk. They are, There's and no that's doubt. why it's important, and everybody should care about this. Well, you know, th- that executive order, and by the way, he signed, I think, 28 of them. And is no that one right? is, uh, most people, they say they signed one or two. And right. those people who talked about Trump being a monarchical president because he <laughs> did whatever he wanted, well, this blew that out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but this order proves what we've been expecting. The administration is going to prioritize forcing schools to allow biological males to compete in women's sports and allow them to access women's private spaces. And it mm-hmm. means that young, and I hate to have to keep saying this, biological girls who are at the very vulnerable stage of development socially, they're going to have to disrobe in front of young biological yeah, that's boys. that's a good point. Um, Maureen, I mean, do you remember sharing with me the story of that biological male coach in Florida who was threatened with losing his job because he refused to watch a young 14-year-old, and she was a biological female, disrobe in front of the biological males in <laughs> mm-hmm. the locker room? And, you know, 
He, he didn't want to do that. He couldn't right. bring himself to morally or ethically monitor that because he had teenage daughters and he didn't want older men, you know, being able to right. watch them disrobe. So he was threatened, though, with compliance. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, even the boys ran out of the locker room seeking help from their coach to have this, you know, biological girl identified as male removed. Right. And uh, the principal and the coach took them back in the locker room, stating there was nothing they could do. Right. That occurred a couple of years ago. And uh, so, you know, picture this. I mean, you have a, a girl who is very confused, a biological female young lady, is mm-hmm. 14 years old, who's very confused and, and questioning her, her gender identity, right? Right. And she decides that she is a, a male. Mm-hmm. And so she goes into the locker room, she joins the boys, and the parents are never informed about this, right? Right. So the boys... You know, get they upset. Acted admirably, <laughs> right? They they get upset and they leave and they seek help because they're uncomfortable with this biological female watching them dress and undress and watching her dress and undress. I mean, that's right. a very compromising position. Listen, for hey, a for young boy that's developing at that age too, I mean, he cannot control certain things in his body physically, and that's embarrassing and that's you know compromises his self esteem and it's just not a, a position to put young in children other, in. And in every other way, we're trying to teach these boys modesty. Modesty, you right. know, when it comes to those kind of things with girls. And here we're saying, okay, go ahead and undress in front of him. Right. And so, you know, like I said, this occurred a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought that up. But the parents are still fighting to have that policy removed. But hey, now, thanks to Biden, it may not just be a policy any longer, but law. Right. So, federal you know, law. right, federal law. So the topic that you and I are talking about today is about how these new changes are going to impact these biological females. Um, mm-hmm. They're really going to pay a heavy price. Well, and, you know, the example we just talked about was really the impact on these boys, but really the bigger impact is going to be the impact on the girls. That's right. For when these boys identify as girls. So, you know, Title IX, if you remember that, the Educational Amendment of 72 prohibited sex discrimination in federally funded education programs. And, um, you know, men's sports was changed dramatically because of Title IX. Because it was going to be a fair and equal chance for women and girls to compete. Right. Um, today, and I'm going to just say it this way, Title IX protections meant to honor and protect girls, they're gone. Yeah. They're they gone. Are. Okay. I mean, uh, and there's also another proposed bill to protect girls that would have made it a violation of federal civil rights for schools to allow transgender females to compete in girls' sports. Right. And that bill would have forced schools to recognize sex based solely on a, a person's reproductive biology and genetics at birth. Right. Well, that bill has been shot down in order to protect transgender And a lot of people didn't even know about it. Though. Well, again, but it's, this stuff's happening all over the place. Right. So, you know, influential elite athletes who are, what's the word, cisgender? Yeah, right? that's the new term, um, the politically correct cis. Basically, it means people that are comfortable with the biology they were born with. Okay. And then transgendered athletes now are themselves debating this issue. Many are standing up for the rights of these biological females because they're put at a tremendous disadvantage mm-hmm. uh, if they're now competing against boys who say they're girls. Right. Right. So uh, it's incredible. Yes. They're now recognizing that biological males, even those that are taking estrogen, mm-hmm. and, you know, some play, uh, you know, depending on the sport and the place and, you know, whatever it is, there's certain uh, ranges of estrogen uh, that the athletes must, you know, stay within, yes. right? But mm-hmm. even those that uh, biologically born males that are now taking estrogen and transitioning, um, they have physical advantages over biological females. Well, th- boys and girls are different. Um yeah. 
again, so if a girl's preparing in her, in her athletic prowess uh, for all these different things, suddenly there's a boy who declares himself a girl who has right. probably 10%, 20% more capacity right. to compete. Which is significant. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about what is at stake here for our biological female daughters. I want our listeners to know that this executive order infringes on the rights of our biological girls. Mm -hmm. It assaults them physically, psychologically. It forces them into uncomfortable situations of undressing in front of boys when they're still developing and are are uncomfortable with their bodies. It risks their health and self-esteem and organized physical competition like team sports. It robs them of the benefits of, you know, what we call the soft skills that are associated with participating in team activities. Right. Because, listen, people that join team sports, they learn communication skills, both verbal and nonverbal. They learn how to uh, be quick with decisive action. Uh, they learn teamwork, time management, and, it, it, you know, it, it builds their self-esteem. They become an expert in something, and they have a, a sense of community. Mm-hmm. But this executive order, it validates robbing them. It literally says it's okay to rob them of these cognitive you and emotional are, developments. You are really passionate about this. You can tell that, right? Yeah, I can. Listen, there's an increased cognitive ability that comes from playing sports. Mm-hmm. And, you know, physical uh, activity increases blood flow to the brain and activates endorphin chemicals that are released when you exercise. And these endorphins impact our mood, our work performance. And, you know, athletes tend to finish school more so than non-athletes. Do you know that? Well, I didn't know that, but I always knew that if, you know, you participated in athletics, one of the way, reasons back in the day that you did it is because it, it made you a more disciplined individual and right. it helped. It actually gave you more energy to yeah. do the work you had to do. Yeah, and you're, yeah. It, it really does. I mean, there's so many things that are acquired through team sports. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so let me just say that this executive order says that it's okay to do this to our biological females because another population has been deemed more vulnerable than they. Mm-hmm. So it's robbing them. In more ways than you know. And, you know, one of the way, reasons we differentiated, you know, male-female was, again, to honor our girls. And so our girls' dignity is at stake. And, and as it is, our daughters and our granddaughters, it's at stake. We're sacrificing them for the sake of another's struggle. And that ethically is wrong. So rather than give them the message that they matter, we're delivering the message that they are less than. Right. We are taking that away from them. We're not telling them that they matter. We're right. saying they they are worth less than. Wow. That is not, and it should not be okay with anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are the female activists? Why are only conservative political groups and Christian organizations pushing back on this? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, this order is going to force hospitals to disregard medical science in favor of ideology. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but it's going to force all these things. Uh, what about business owners? Now they have to act against their own consciences. They have to act against their own common sense. It's really a mess. Well, it is a mess. And, and you know, I have friends and colleagues that have gone through the struggle of right. transitioning. So this is not about that. This is about the sacrificing of the young girls for the sake of other peers and colleagues of theirs at that same age that are struggling with their sexual identity, right? Right. Listen, it's not easy growing up today. It's not the way it was when you and I were developing and and going through, you know, puberty and teenage years. And it's not the way that our our grandparents experienced it. These kids have access to things that we never saw until we were actually able to deal with it. And this is also about keeping the politicians out of this. Right. And letting us deal with these things in our families that's and in right. our communities. That's really what this is that about. That is really, then that's mm-hmm. the truth there, because 
the family needs to come and, and work through these things together and allow the children, because listen, they're, they're facing things so far differently than we did, mm-hmm. and allow the kids to figure this out. And here's the thing that we've learned. You know, kids are going to experiment. They're going to get some life under their belt. And then usually, not always, but usually by the time they're 18, 21, they, you know, they're comfortable with their biological gender. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they choose to go on, but by then they're more able to make a decision. And it's not sacrificing these young kids that have the right, they should have the right to go through struggles, you know, with their families by their side without sacrificing the rights of other kids. Right. And there shouldn't be shame in any of this. But this is a really big uh, issue here. And, you know, I want for us to get this out so that people can know uh, what's happening and then become um, educated and then move forward. And I know that you, with the work you do with the LCRL in D.C., you get involved in some of these things. So talk about that. Well, again, you know, we're talking about the politics of this. Okay, folks. Um, So if people are struggling with a lot of these issues personally, that's a different discussion. I mean, that's a discussion about how do we love one another? How do we care for one another? How do we walk alongside one another? And you can contact me for that. You can contact Contact counseling, but in my work in in DC, um, and you can if you want to find out more about it, you can go to lcrlfreedom.org. Uh, we are an organization that's basically telling the government stay out of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't don't start defining these kinds of things because then you just create all kinds of confusion. So we're an advocate, especially for our churches, schools, and you know preschools and things Kids. like that. Mm-hmm. And we deal with things like religious liberty, the sanctity of life, the institution of marriage, and educational freedom, because these are fundamental to everybody. Mm-hmm. And so again, um, if you want to know more about that, but again, that's the point of this program too. We're talking about the politics of this situation. That's right. And no politician should be able to jump in and say, I declare this for everybody. That's right. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, not something like this. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they would reach you. At, can you give your website? Yeah, again, lcrlfreedom.org, mm-hmm. uh, lcrlfreedom.org. And if you go to the, that page, you'll also f- find our Facebook page and our Twitter page as long as they're still up. A lot of resources. That's why until you get deplatformed. Some things do get kind of censored. So, you know, for the time being, though, I, I checked this But, yeah, morning, join us. Good. I mean, if you want to, if you're concerned about those kinds of things, how to keep the government in its place so that we free people can do, uh, take care of our own business, uh, that's what we're about. Very good. So so let's pick up again on what we were talking about, okay. about the uh, identity politics and specifically how Biden's early executive order regarding gender is going and is already harming biological females. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you partner in your work with uh, the Alliance Defending Freedom sometimes. Yeah, they've been great. Yeah. So fighting for and one of the, the uh, legal counsels there, her name is Christiana Holcomb. She is, you know, uh, works for the Alliance Defending Freedom. And she said that she is seeing a growing trend where lawmakers across the country are recognizing recognizing that, you know, it is a real problem when state athletic associations or school districts allow transgendered women to compete in women's sports. Okay. So, you know, that's a good thing that we're seeing that. But we also have students who believe that they are transgendered and like all students deserve the chance to learn teamwork and to build self-esteem and a sense of belonging with their peers through sports. So, you know, these biological young males who are, you know, testing the waters, questioning, are struggling, okay? I want for everyone to understand that. And we talked a little bit about that in a previous program. And and personally, I don't know what the answer is for providing them the opportunity to achieve and to compete with their own biological gender. I mean, other than what they do now. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, what do we do? Do we have trans teams? Well, and again, 
how many people we, would we be talking about? I mean, we never ask those kind of questions either. Mm-hmm. But then just to say, here's an order that just says there, there's no problem, do whatever you want. That's right. destructive too. Right. It is. And so I don't know what the answer is, but th- it's certainly not this. Okay. It's not having uh, our girls, our biological girls, not be able to have opportunities to earn scholarships, to compete, to become an expert in something because you have a biological male who is, you know, identifying as a female, mm-hmm. intercepting that right and that their ability, right? I mean, mm-hmm. these girls are training. They deserve a, a, the right to compete. Well, again, you know, when you differentiate girls from boys, I mean, in our culture, I mean, there are differences. Mm-hmm. And there, there are, are differences that are even, you know, rooted in our in nature. And our culture had started to understand that you can be different, but you can also be equal. And there were certain ways to do that. And we were protecting Which is, and Title honoring. IX was about. Yeah, and yeah. we were protecting and honoring our girls. And that's what this was about. And now in our confusion of today, and I know we don't want to get into all that discussion today, but in our confusion today, we don't know how to deal with any of these things. Right. And and now what's going to always happen, whenever you have that kind of confusion, the most vulnerable people pay the price. That's true. And again, our girls are going to be the most vulnerable people. And I don't know why people are not getting upset by that and they're not seeing it and they're not fighting for it. You know, there was a commercial that was put out. Well, there were two of them actually, and they were dismissed because they were labeled as being not factual. It was actually film from the competitions, track, okay, the girls running track with transgendered, transitioning boys, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a very hard one to watch because you, you watch the training and then these other competitors come in and they're just, they just blow the girls away. Well, and there was that, uh, I mean, I, I can't remember. the Olympics. Well, I mean, look there what are in there. the Olympics. And, uh, but also there was a, I think it was a Division II athlete. He was a cross-country boy. Mm-hmm. And in college he transitioned. Or, yes, and And I now do. he's one of the, he's like the leading Leading. And champion. he was mediocre in Yeah, and he was basically, yeah, he was blowing prob- everybody away. But, but again, okay, I, I appreciate the sports analogy Absolutely. here. But, but there's also things about girls and boys, uh, how, how they relate to one another, the locker room stuff and all that kind of stuff. Right, the and girls things. are way more disadvantaged by boys coming into their locker room than girls coming into mm-hmm. boys' locker rooms. That's right. And so I, I appreciate the fact that those boys from that other coach were actually saying she shouldn't be in here because that, that, that's an honorable boy. Mm-hmm. And yet they were told, get back in there and watch her right. undress. But it's even worse if these boys... And uh, get trans- undressed in front of her. Yeah, transgender boys are coming in and showering with girls and things right. like that. And the fact that people aren't upset about this, mm-hmm. I, I wonder where, where is our moral compass going with all this kind right. of stuff? You wonder if it's just evaporated and disappeared with some people. Well, again, like I said, when that happens, and, and this is just the way things go, the most vulnerable people are hurt the most. And right. and again, we won't hear their voices because they'll right. be the silent voices. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so again, sacrificing our daughters is not the answer. We need to come up with a better solution. And this just isn't it. So I'm just encouraging everybody to read up, pray up, and sign up. And become a voice for your daughter, your granddaughter, your niece, yourself, if you are a biological female competing in high school or in college. Get the word out. Start speaking up. And, um, yeah, let's do something about this. There we go. You're on a mission. Yeah. So remember, (laughs) there are two kinds of fire in the world. One that burns and consumes. And the one that burns and empowers. May God's word and God's love burn brightly in you, giving you strength to face any fire. Till next time, little embers. 
I'm Marie. And I'm Greg. See See you you soon. Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media, familyvisionmedia.org.